You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. It was so weird, you know, I see it unfolding and it's like just this mm-hmm. these natural instincts that I didn't realize I developed they just, just kicked in they just kicked in yeah I'm just like I know I know what's happening here I recognize this situation I know uh, what is going to happen next I know where we're headed I don't know quite how to prevent it but I but I understand like my body and my instincts just kick into a different thing like so is it more like fight or flight frame? like what did you want to do about it I wanted to fight but I didn't know how to so then you, so it was flight mostly I just paced that was <laughs> I just I, I, a lot of pacing a lot of pacing not uh-huh. really sure what to do hello everyone this is Fun Employment Radio I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X Dillon thank you so much for tuning in today wherever and however you listen it is so fantastic that you do so of course we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found thank you for finding us and um, the, what I wanted to say off the top of the show today is thank you to everybody who are purchasing tickets to the Portland Podcast Festival, the first annual one taking place on December 2nd. We are so excited. Like, we get the ticket counts, and we they are selling, and we're super stoked. And I want to give a big thanks to Rick and Tambor and Melody. It's, I said Melanie, but I have a, a no, like a stuffed up nose, so now it sounds like I said Melody, but you know I know it's, your name is Melanie. It sounds like you're trying to correct yourself and you're no, trying to backtrack. I'm not trying to backtrack. I mean, Chiffin, <laughs> Kimber, Carly. So thanks for sending me a message letting me know that you bought your tickets. You're the best. Let us know when you get them because we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. So, uh, so it is happening December 2nd, 13 podcasts, two bands, the High Pets and Courage playing, and it is going to be so much fun. And we have still more stuff to announce for it, So, which is why I really want to say um, get your tickets early because this thing's going to be big. This is the first annual one. So, you know, obviously this is going to be in succession. We will be doing these, but uh, this is the one this year. This is the, the inaugural ball, if you will, for the Portland oh, Podcast boy. Festival. We don't have to dress as if it's a ball, right? No, you don't have to dress okay, up. No, thank God. no. I mean... It depends on how you want to do it. You well, yeah, will be I mean, on you stage. You can wear whatever the hell you want. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to talk about that at some point. What you're going to wear? Because um, I'll have to. You know, I'm debating on a couple of different routes. I might have some costume changes throughout, so I'm not. Well, you're going to sure. have to with courage. But well, I mean, I like, have, before. well, yeah, that's true. I will have that. But I think I'll have to do some a few costume changes on stage. Maybe do some pre dancing out front or. I'm working on a couple of things. Pre-dancing? Yeah, I got a couple of ideas. I'll, I'll pitch them. I'll pitch them to everybody. Anyway, I the Portland Podcast on Festival that one. Yeah. is going to be happening December 2nd. Get your tickets now to come to this first annual event that we're going to be having on. Um, okay. So talking about what happened here, you know, and this is, if you're a longtime listener of the show, you know this is a recurring thing that I tend to have neighbor issues that pop up. I don't feel like it's ever my fault. I haven't really done anything. What's so weird, though, is that there's one constant. I think that's just I and attract I attract weird neighbors. I mean, it's and it's always been this way. No matter where I've lived in Portland, I've had very strange or criminal neighbors that live around me. And or both. And or both. I mean, when when I when I used to live in an well, apartment. Well, to be fair, you're strange too. But you're not a criminal. You but, but I'm you're not strange. a criminal. Exactly. I'm not a criminal. I know you're not a criminal, but I'm. Well, stop saying you're not a criminal because I'm it's not. Making it sound like you have to be convicted. So anyway, no. I, oh boy, <laughs> no. But I have been around a lot of, a lot, of, a lot of neighborhoods like that. Like I mean, the one that I, even my apartment complex that I lived in years ago, the one that ended up burning, um, before it burned, there was a crack den just down about five, uh, five oh, apartments lovely. from me. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, full on crack den where these people were squatting in it, and then that's the the apartment complex where the woman tried to steal a kid. 
where she, I guess the. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I was on the lower level the on one the very near, end. Like when you lived near the cemetery? Yeah, I lived yeah. on like 28th Morrison, I think it was, something okay. like that, or 24th Morrison, something like that. And uh, yeah, and this woman from the crack den walked out and just scooped up somebody's child and started walking off with it. And they, they got the kid. You know, back right away, somebody chased right after her and she dropped the kid. But then she was dis- disappeared for a while. And that's when I came home and pulled into the uh, parking lot and there were police all over the place because there were always police there. Oh, always. Like it didn't even phase me in, in any amount that there, there were police officers out in front of my apartment. I'm just like, great, can I park or not? And so as I park, I <laughs> are they taking out, up all the parking spots? Like, Jesus, come on. And there's a lineup of people they had all sitting on the sidewalk. And I asked one of my neighbors, I'm like, ah, oh, well, what's going on? Like, well, they tried to steal our child. Like, oh, that's that's terrible. That is a horrible thing. That's that's awful. They're like, yeah, we we got her, but uh, they tried. They picked her up, and this woman tried to walk off with her. Oh my god. And then uh, at that point, they hadn't found the woman yet. And and the police were looking for her, and they couldn't find her. And that's when I walked over to go into my apartment complex, and I just looked up the stairwell, and I could see this person cowering, like trying to hide at the top of the stairs. And I was like, so is that her? Are you looking for this woman? And the police officer runs over there. He's like, go inside. <laughs> and I like, ran up and got her, and that was her. She'd been wow. hiding up there the whole time. Greg, look at you. You're a helper. Pretty much. I solve crimes. You know, yeah. I, I, That was kind of like the precipice, the start of my um, – you know, am, amateur private. I mean, how would they have business. done it without you? They wouldn't have done it. Clearly, they were there all day. They couldn't have. Done Although, it. In all, quite honestly, you know, there was nowhere else for that woman to go. So she'd been there the entire time this had been going on. Like, there's no escape so they just from didn't there. Really look the only upstairs? thing at the top of the stairs was a door to someone else's apartment. So they didn't look at the stairs. Like nobody looked at like, and I was there for like thirty seconds. I'm like, you know, that that woman, <laughs> the one like right at the top of the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. It's like real, yeah. real. So, Greg, I take it back. Maybe you could be a detective. See, that's pretty good. (laughs) If that's all it takes. (laughs) If this is what the standards are, I mean, I think I did pretty good at that one. So, so that was just like one of them, you know, back in the, the, oh yeah, then the crack dan down. Oh yeah, and the drug dealers that were in there too. Yeah. So many. Yeah, there was a lot. Anyway, and then we go all the way through, you know, with my meth head neighbors for the years. I will write a book someday about this. So there's uh, the meth head neighbors that I had, then I have my Russian gangster neighbors. But most recently, the trend has been in my neighborhood to have the van people living out in front of my house. Oh, boy. And I think this is... It's been a little while since there have been any, though. Yeah, well, it's been like a couple months, if you call that as a while. It it does seem like a while by your standards. If you think of over the last year, there's been several. Because there was the guy in the pickup truck that lived out in front of my house... There was the guy, it's the people in the vans. Um, also, if you're listening to this podcast, I just want to say there it goes. right now, uh, you may hear it, you may not. I'm not sure how much it comes through on the microphone, but our studio is in is actually a really nice studio here in Southeast it Portland. It is a nice studio, Greg. But the uh, building that we were we are in, they decide to have uh, leaf blowers constantly. And Which, of right course, now, leaf blowers are so effective during the fall when the leaves are continuously falling. Well, no, I and mean... And it's wet outside. I'm going to give them credit for this. This is... You can. It is useful right now. Noon on a Friday. I mean, maybe we could pick a better time to do it. But they have require like three of them to leaf blow the parking lot of our studio. It's like a leaf blower battle. And I didn't put down our sound. Battle Royale curtains. And so anyway, if it comes through on the microphone, that's what it is. So 
the the van people though that have been moving into my neighborhood. I mean, this has happened several times now. Where I've had the you know, it's I different have the, people. It's different not. People it's not the time. same couples. No, it's different. They're just all like relocating. They hear that your neighborhood's like the hot spot. Couples or solo people or solo people, and then it turns out there's couples or they're having parties in there. Yeah, I I never know. But the only thing I can say for sure is that my house, right in front of my house, right in front of my one big window that looks outside onto the street. That is apparently the optimal spot for someone it sure to is. ditch vans. Yeah. Like to ditch vans, cars, pickups, sleep like in I them, live in them. I feel like there's some like, like van life blog or something mm-hmm. in there. It's like, hey, you know where you should park? Right in front of this dude's house. Yeah, that is it. Oh, I did solve one other mystery. I don't know if I ever talked about this on the show. Because if you went to one of the live shows we did over the summer, you got to hear some of this. Um, and uh, And I'll say this. There was a big thing about a red trailer. That would, do you remember the red trailer that no. was parked out in front of my house? You've already <gasps> yes, forgot about this. This yes. was like five months ago. Well, we do a lot in five months, Greg. Yes, but that's I remember fair, that's fair the point. yeah that was the one that was unlocked, and you looked inside of it. You're not therefore breaking and entering. Hey, I never said that on the podcast. that has been released, Sarah. That was actually only in the live show that we teasing. did. I was God just damn te- it. Okay, well you didn't. Have, you should have said no, Sarah. I didn't do that. <sighs> ah, shit. You just called yourself out, by the way. All right. If you had gone to a live if show. If I did it. If I had done it. Oh, did I say that on the show? Okay, maybe I did. If I, I had, if did. I had done it. If you did it. If I had done if it. If I did it. If, if, Can if I add I more it. words into my sentence? If I did it or if I had done it. I think both of those are applicable. So had that happened, had there been a red trailer. Well, this is a fact. What we do know is there was a red trailer parked out in front of my house for Six weeks, I want to say. A very a long, long time. time. Yeah. And, uh, and well, the car, was car in front of it. Yeah. Yeah, a car attached to it where it was just full of junk. And clearly they had been, um, you know, moving in and out because I could tell somebody had been in and out. But of you it never saw anybody. But like their change. stuff would move around. Yeah, the junk would shift yeah. a little bit. And so I thought there had been somebody there. They, they had abandoned it. And I tried to get it towed away. I could not get it towed away. They couldn't get a cold owner, blah, blah, blah. It's really hard to get something towed in the city. So, if I had did it, if I did, if it. I did it, oh my God. <laughs> if what? I had done it, seems like it makes more sense, doesn't it? No, but I keep thinking of the O.J. Simpson book. I know if I, if did, I it. did it, but shouldn't it be if I had done it? I mean, I think it could be either one, but I don't think it's. I feel it, like if I had done but it, but it's not. It's way. definitely not if I well, had did it. You're. You, that's true. <laughs> yes, if I had done it. There's no way people can't hear that. Yeah, they, you can probably. You have to, to be able there. to hear well, that. I'll, I'll take out what I can in post. I can probably drop some of that. Oh my God, it's like they've gotten louder. They're swarming around us. They um, are. If I had done it, maybe I would have opened up the trailer just a little bit, just to see what's inside, to see if maybe just a little, peek, just a little peekaboo. Maybe there was, uh, you know, bodies in there or something, just to see what was going on. Well, you want to make sure that would be irresponsible of you as a homeowner to not check to see if there was a body in there. Yeah, legally speaking, that'd probably be breaking and entering, which is why I'm just saying if that I legal, had done that it. legal mumbo jumbo. No, I remember when we talked about this, and I got an email from a police officer who yeah. listened to the show and said, "No, don't do that." That's mumbo jumbo. <laughs> so that's why it's always going to be speculative, whether or not I did it. Anyway, it goes on a lot. Like so much so that now, when a car parks in front of my house, I can tell the difference immediately. From like, like it's almost immediately by judging by the person. Yes, I'm mm-hmm. judging by the person when they get out of the car. The state of their so you're vehicle, not judging the va- okay the no, state of their vehicle state of their vehicle 
if I can see in the through the windows while they park, and and then I'm judging the state of the person, and I can tell whether or not I've got van people in front of me, like people that are going to abandon their vans. Like you just, mm. they just like. Do they have to have a lot of stuff in there in order for it to be abandoned? There's key points that I look for. Okay. Like the the vehicle's got to be. No, it's not going to be a top-notch vehicle. Mm-hmm. And I'm not judging. I don't have a top-notch vehicle myself. But, I mean, one that definitely going to be some dents. Definitely going to be some, like, paint scrapes on it where it's run into something before mm-hmm. and probably driven off without yeah, stopping. For sure. That, like, so a lot of dings like that. Maybe a spare tire's on the back, but it looks like that spare tire's been on there for a long time. Like, they've been ru- So they have a spare tire, around. so they're prepared. No, that means they're driving around on a spare tire. Do you, do you understand Oh, what they're I'm using... I thought you said that it was, like, attached to the back, like they were no, carrying driving, it around as a spare. No, no, they're driving around on a spare tire, but it looks like, you know, they've been doing this for a, for a long time. Vicky's saying Greg is profiling. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I totally am. Because... But I but I, I feel like I have enough experience that I can, I can judge on this thing. You know, I mean, it's... I've had enough of these... Enough people living in front of my place that... On the street, and usually it's... it's they're never friendly. Let's just say that. There's usually a lot of... Uh, a lot of extracurriculars that go along with this thing. So so what do you think about so the cleanliness? So the van has to be... That's the key thing, is when you can... If you can see in through the windows, which usually, if you can see... Through I mean, my the, car is not spick and span, but it is a little... And it is a little messy, but you I can would, see through my windows. Yeah. I'm going to say your car might be the exception to the rule, because if I did see you pull up with your car, and I have seen inside your car, it's a bit messy. I mean, it is bordering van people-ish. Yeah, I, mean, I kind of like to keep it like, like that though because I don't want anyone to steal it. So I'm just like I just want it to look. Is a that little what dirty. you tell yourself? Yeah. so you don't have to clean it. So I this can is clean an intentionally this is an intentionally planned mess in your car. Yes, your, it's my security alarm. Nobody messes with my car. Nobody wants to get into a gross car. I don't have anything that anyone wants to steal. I don't want them to steal my vehicle. Hmm. Sure. No, I'm just saying like. What do you see? A lot of, you know, the cars that are, like, stolen or broken into, like, look like they have something to offer inside of them. My car has nothing to offer except for, like, (laughs) trash and sweatshirts. (laughs) So, I mean, I don't think anybody wants to deal with that. Like, yeah, they could get the car, but then they'd have to also deal with mess. You don't want to clean somebody else's mess. Yeah, that's true. If you're going to steal something, why not steal something clean? Mm -hmm. It does make sense. Um, yeah, Brahim and uh, Han are saying doesn't all that stuff and this is again in the live chat funemploymentradio.com slash live for live subscribers six ninety a month first week is free so try it on out it's a really great way to support podcasts so Brahim and Han say, uh, say doesn't all that stuff make it more desirable to steal I think you'd have to see what Sarah has in her car <laughs> and then make that judgment I'm, I'm not, trying to think of what I have I will in there be honest right there's that is another key thing about about the people who the abandoning car people is this they have a lot of stuff in their car and it's never stuff you would really want. Mm-hmm. You can't leave desirable things in the car. Yeah. I have a pair of like sunglasses, some jackets, <laughs> well, some coffee a sweet, cups. Sweet pair of Converse knockoffs in the car. Oh my That's god! Still dumb. haven't found my shoes. By the way, I will look for the shoes this weekend. We'll I just up- did. We will have an update on Monday, regardless. Okay, I, I am just going to say for the record, I no. actually bought. No, I'm going to say for me. Okay. No, let's put a pin in it. We'll. Ah. Uh, We'll right. update on Monday. Okay. Update on Monday. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think of the things I have. Yeah, I just have not too much garbage, but like coffee cups. I have a lot of coffee cups. <laughs> have some shoes, but like not not nice shoes, like work shoes. Yeah. Um, like you have like pillows hoodies. back there. And I don't have any pillows. You have bigger things that are back there too, like boxy things that take up a lot of room. 
Yeah, I have. I don't even really know what's back there. Yeah, it does. Because nobody. I can't even remember the last time I've had more than like one other passenger. Because like nobody ever rides in my car. I'm not. You know, everyone has the people that that drive and that don't. I'm a not driver. Yeah. Like yeah. I'll drive to like work and back, but I mean that there were like when I go to visit my family. But that's sure. pretty much the extent to which I drive. I'm not big on. I'm, I'm big on public transport and using my walking sticks. Yeah, no, and I, I am too. And again, I'm not judging. You know, my truck, I've got stuff in the back of my truck, like definitely. But your car, I would probably profile it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Um, now, when you got out, I wouldn't pro, that, I, that would cause me to second guess it. Well, unless because you're wearing look- what you're wearing right now. What? Your, well, no, with your shirt, with your sleeves all rolled up and then. I mean, which obviously we're just sitting here in the studio. Yeah, I might profile you that way. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I do. I, I think I clean up okay. You do. You do clean up. I mean, like my, well, uh, I think I have a pretty like clean demeanor, even though you know my world is made of filth. <laughs> <laughs> my world is made of filth. The Sarah Dexter story. <laughs> I remember someone telling me, and I've always stuck to this. It's always been in the back of my head for years, and it's totally not true. But I remember reading somewhere. It was probably like ten years ago. Someone's like, the hotter the chick is, the dirtier her car and apartment is. And I'm like, God, I must be really fucking hot. <laughs> Who wants that? There's no correlation to that. I swear. I remember seeing, like, no. And someone's like, oh, it's true. Wait. The, the hotter the chick is, the dirtier the car and, and apartment <laughs> or house. Yeah. It's the rule of life. There it is. The prettier the girl, the messier the car. That's what it is. <laughs> It's just so random. That's the only way I've kind of justified it in my mind. Like, oh, I, you my know, God, or else I'll just some random, or else I'll just feel like a garbage person, which I already do anyway. <sighs> wow. I have a piece of Tupperware in my car that's been in there for a while. I and there's stuff it. in the Tupperware. There's stuff it? in there. There's, there's some chicken and rice from a while back. How far back are we talking? A while. <laughs> When's the last? Like, time I think it's you... unsalvageable. I just need to throw it away. No, you don't open it when it. What's no, you don't open Tupperware it. Tupperware is not. No. Valuable enough. It's to. not valuable enough. You can get a five pack for two ninety nine. That's okay. You throw that shit away. How old is it? A couple months. No. Yeah. You're gonna say it's it's more like four or five, isn't no, it? No, no, it's not that much. But it's I am afraid that it's actually gonna tilt over and like spill in my car. Oh gross. Yeah, I know. You're not gonna get that smell out of that. I know. All right. Well, anyway, so cars like that, uh, vans like that, and that's. Oh my god! Do you know? Okay. Yes. Okay. So that uh, rule is absolutely not true because you know what it's from. I'm just looking at this now. One Tree Hill. Oh, my God. You've been living your life based off something you heard off of One Tree Hill to justify not cleaning your car or your apartment. Oh, my God. You really do warp your world to match what you want to do. Yes. But, oh, no, I found this on the... Just like when you go through your phases, like, oh, no, uh, it says here I can drink all of this wine, and that is perfectly fine. Or you find things online that will match what if you I want If I eat all my carbohydrates be. before 5 p.m., I'm totally not going to get that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah that's exactly. And then I truly, I believe you believe those things. I do. Uh, and Nipples in the live chat says, Sarah living off One Tree Hill wisdom is very unsurprising. <laughs> <laughs> Something they said on one tree. <laughs> oh wow! No, it is. I'm a, I'm a sucker for uh, like, I. You know what? That is. There's nothing wrong with it, Greg, because I believe in myself, well, or whatever I trick myself into thinking I believe. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> where it is. That is exactly, exactly yeah. what we're talking about. That's true. 
You'll just convince yourself, like, no, no, that's that's how it is. That's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no carbs after 5 p.m. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Jake in the live chat says, I know all the people I see living in their cars on my drive to work are hot <laughs> as ball. <laughs> so hot. So hot. Okay. So well, hot. anyway... The, that's my science of now I know somebody's about ready to abandon their car in front of my house. Um, yeah, if I can see in the windows and it's full of junk and all the way up to the passenger, especially if the passenger seat is full. If the passenger seat is full I, my passenger seat in a van, full. that okay. means all the rest of that van is full because you have so much room oh, in a van. it's an overspill. Well, yeah, because yeah, you have so much room in a van that you can stuff junk in. And if it's spilling all the way up to the passenger seat, that thing's chock full of shit. And that means they're probably going to abandon it. That's, they're probably going to abandon it. And that's what I was watching today or yesterday when I was sitting there and looking out my window and I see this guy. I just happened to be so looking out the window. was it a couple or was it just a person? There were two people because by the time Two I, people, one van, two people, two Well, vans. here's what I saw. So they had already parked, but I walked, I was walking by my window and I saw the van and I saw some like action going on around the van. Oh, I'm like, oh boy, what's You're happening here? such a here? busy body. Well, it's right out. But that's the thing. It's like right out in front of my house. Like that's that's the the key point here is they always park right in front of my window. Like I that's my view. My view is them. My view is you know the couple that were humping in the van before or the dude who lived in his truck before. It, it's like they want me to watch. So that sounded weird. So anyway, I'm looking out there and I see the the van is parked and uh, you know both doors the passenger side and the and the um, driver's side are mm-hmm. open and all I see are two people bent over. Leaning into the what van. What are they always doing? They're always bent over, rustling around in the van. And that's what it was. The people are in my neighborhood, because there are multiple van people, but I live in an apartment, so I don't see, the, I just see them when like, I walk by. I don't have to stare at them through the window creepily. But um, like they're always just in there, rustling around. It's just yeah. always like you see a van. You never see a van person's face. You see their butt. Yeah. No, that's seriously what it was. It was a guy's butt who was le- leaned over, yep. bent over in his car, yep, rustling, rustling around. around. And yep. he was bent over, rustling around on the passenger side. Somebody was on the driver's side, bent over, rustling, rustling around. around on that side. Yeah. And, like, these papers are flying. I'm like, what are they looking for? Clearly, something's up here. Like, something is going on. Because they hit all the other marks, and then you get two people rustling around in this car. So I'm like, oh, god damn it. This is what's going to happen. Where they're going to they're going to abandon this thing. And at this point, this is where I was a little bit surprised. So they stood up, and uh, so what did, when they abandon a car, do they like just put on a backpack? Do they take some of their stuff with them, or do they just jump I, ship? You know, I haven't been lucky enough to see them when they actually yeah, the abandoned. Well, no, actually, I, I take that back yeah. because I saw it when the woman abandoned her car there, when she had it dropped off there. Um, but yeah, usually, from my understanding, they'll they'll take some of their stuff. They've got a backpack. They walk off, and they'll come back there periodically. They'll come back to the scene of the crime. Um, <laughs> are we having some things in the live chat here? What, what's going on? There? Okay, um, I can't get it open. Uh, so I'm I'm watching this thing. I stand up, and this is where I was a little bit surprised. Okay, the, the dynamic was a little bit off. Usually, it's either a single dude or it's a couple. Um, Never and, just a lone lady. Well, I mean, there there has been. There has mm. been. Usually. Usually. Um, it's just a, a single dude or a couple. Now, yeah, that's not exclusionary there. There have been the, uh, the what, there was the one lady that lived out there that chased me. That was uh, oh, earlier this yeah. summer, too. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, she, ch- she chased me down. So this, though, this guy stood up, 
who was the closest to me, younger guy. And then the other dude stood up, and it was a, it was a bigger dude with a long gray beard. Looked like Santa Claus if Santa Claus like wore Carhartts and like had done a lot of meth before. Okay, maybe had kicked it, but then was was heading back on it. Yeah, Santa Claus had some rough years. Okay, some rough stuff going on. Oh, yeah, which you know that's fine. You know, he he was. I mean, but you know, it's a. Everyone goes through rough patches. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm not judging, but, you know, when you abandon your car in front of my place, well, what am I going to do? So I see them, and then they go to the back of the van, and they start rustling around in the back. Oh. I'm like, okay, well, this is what we got. Are they inside here. of the van or just outside? They open up the door, and then they just lean there. They're both bent over? Yep, and then the one guy walks over, because my truck happened to be parked, of course, right in front of it. It was already parked there. And then the one guy walked up, and he got down on his knees and was looking under my car. Wait, what? Looking under my car. Like, if he didn't get, he didn't touch my truck, but he bent down on his knees and looked forward and was looking under my truck. Why? I have no idea. Probably, maybe because they thought he dropped something? I don't know. I don't know. People drop weird stuff out in front of your house. Yeah. There's always, like, random stuff, like, in the grass in front of your house whenever I'm uh-huh. walking up. Well, yeah, because I also live near a school, too. Mm-hmm. I live near a school and a bike path and a main thoroughfare and bus stops, so I get all kinds of weird things that get dropped off in, in front of my house. Okay. There's a jacket out there right now that I don't want to touch it. I saw it. that jacket. That jacket's been there for a while. It's been there a couple days. Yeah. I usually will wait and see if somebody's going to pick it up. But yeah, so <laughs> so there's a lot of weird stuff that's dropped out in front of my house. As Rick, our friend Rick in the chat just said, uh, drop weird stuff off like vans. Yeah, vans. Tend to oh, get. Yeah. So this, anyway, I'm watching it and I'm like, all right, what do I do here? Because right now I'm at the very start of this. Mm-hmm. And it's rare that I get to be there at the start. How do I... How do I try to dissuade this from happening? And I, I posted it actually on Twitter just to see if I could get some advice. And there were some different things here. Uh, Ryan said, run around naked and yell. The bugs are all over me. You know, run out and do that. Oh, they would probably like uh, totally empathize with you. They'd be like, dude, I totally know it, man. Yeah, that's what I was. I've had the bugs all over me too, man. That was my reply. I'm like, I don't think that's going to that's gonna bother these people. Um, Bill Oakley, our buddy Bill Oakley uh, wrote, uh, and he said, rent a big, long dumpster for a week for about $100 and have them put it in front of your house and say there's going to be big construction. That's one. Or, and then he also said, or one of those mobile storage unit things that are always clogging up the roadways and parking spaces. This is true. Those things are everywhere. Wait, um, which things? Those mobile storage unit things. Oh, yeah, like the pods or whatever they are? Yeah. But I was thinking— but then you'd have to stare at one of those. Yeah, and that's true. You know, and then uh, somebody said, okay, what? I don't know what this means— so put a hashtag fathead, which I know what a fathead is. Do you know what that is? That's like the wall stickums, right? Yeah, like a big wall size mm-hmm. thing of a person, life-size thing of a person. Put a fathead of the hashtag Cheeto Weedo. Oh, okay. I see what it is. I see where they were going. I misread it. Never mind. I know what okay. they were They wanted me to put a Donald Trump thing on there. Now I get it. Uh, oh, I didn't get that yesterday. I was a little slow on the up. Uptick. Anyway, this is all on Twitter. At Greg Noble. Um, <laughs> go out and tell them the street rent is due and they have to also offer you bedroom favors. I believe that was either from our friends Keelan or Tristan from Rip City Bad Boys. Bedroom they, favors? They bedroom bedroom favors, favors is like That's awful. one of the creepiest things I've ever seen written. Yeah. You can stay over, but only for some bedroom favors. Bedroom favors. Ew. Bedroom favors? Uh Courtney said, sit on your porch and recite your version of Wicked or do a Greg of All Trades show with a megaphone. I like both of those things. I should just do that in general. I should be the performance guy in the neighborhood. Like, people walk by and they have to. No, because crazy attracts crazy. 
It, could, it would totally oh, backfire on you. Yeah. It would totally backfire on you. You're right. They would come down and want to be a part mm-hmm. of it. No matter how many times No, they'd be like, like, hey, man. Everyone, I've met this guy a thousand times. Hey, man, what's going on? Hey, man. Yeah. Hey, you got smoke? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. What you talking about? Yeah. Oh, yeah, me and my girl. We like to talk about that stuff, too. What you what thinking? Uh, yeah, like, I, I've had that. <laughs> you do that guy very well. No, because I know that guy. And I'm yeah. a bartender. So I see that guy a lot. That yeah. guy is always trying to talk to hey, me. Hey, man. Like, hey, man, what's it? <laughs> working hard, hard working. Uh, hey, you got one of them there uh, big uh, big PBRs? I, I take one of those. How much is it? How much is them? How, how much? Yeah, it's just that guy. That guy forever. It's, I know you do not engage. You don't engage with that guy. Yeah. And you don't give trouble. him a spot to engage. It's like wearing anything... With uh, any subject matter uh, on you on the bus, like if you have a label, like uh, like a bag that says something. Like I had my tote bag that says, uh, like, I like big books and I cannot lie. Uh-huh. Like anything that could be a talking point oh, to anybody. It's, it's the entryway. Exactly. It's the entryway. Like even if you're wearing headphones, which, by the way. I think you have to deal with this more than I do, but. Yeah. Oh, like all women do. I have to. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm say yes, all women. Yeah. yeah. Even when I have my headphones in, like someone will be like, hey, 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 excuse me, excuse me. Excuse me. Jesus. Hey, so, so, so you like big books, huh? I'm like, oh my god! Like, wow. Leave me alone. That's. I am not alone. This happens all the time. No, I, just, I, I believe it. I that just, just sounds so horrible. That sounds I'm, awful. I'm usually like very polite. You know, I'll like I'll talk to people if they say. But lately, I just haven't even been able to tolerate it. Like, I'll just have some like someone will be like yelling right in like right yeah. next to me. Like, hey, excuse me. Hey, excuse me. Excuse me. With your headphones in, with my headphones still doing in, that. and I'll just stare straight ahead. And, uh, and, like, will them not to touch me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. God, that sounds annoying. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So that's why I wear, I, I, like, wear nothing with, like, any labels or anything. Like, no talking hey, points. Hey. 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 Excuse me. And then they think, like, they're being, they're being polite by saying, excuse me. It's like now you feel like you, oh. you're supposed to talk to them. So if you don't respond to them, you're a bitch or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. You're yeah. a bitch because they're saying, excuse me, because they're being polite. God, that's so horrible. Yeah, that's the worst. Excuse me. Excuse me. Hey, hey, excuse me. Excuse me. Yep. Oh, God. Yep. That sucks. It's a nightmare. La, la, You're la, right. There la. are a lot of that guy in Portland. There are so many of like, that I guy. get them, uh, those guys more, like if I'm out in front of my house and I'll, I'll like working on something, um, and they'll, they'll ask for like change or ask for money or whatever. That's, that's the way it'll end up for me. Yeah. Like, hey, man. Hey, my car's out of gas. My car's out of gas. I'm like, all right. Yeah, I need I need some money to get down, uh, get a bus ticket, and get down and get some gas for my car, or my battery's dead. My battery—it's always something wrong with the car. I haven't seen any of the car. Do. The car people used to be around a lot on Hawthorne. I don't see them anymore. Oh, they're, now it's they're just around. The, now it's just the shit apples. Yeah, a lot of shit apples. Now it's just like not even like um, it's just like the not even homeless kids who just like hang out there and. All right, well, let's okay. we can go on about this forever. We could just go on and on. Anyway, bottom line is, I was trying to figure out what I could do to dissuade the van people because though I know it's going to be like months if it, if it gets left there, and uh, there was a lot of suggestions. I want to thank everybody who wrote on Twitter. Um, so what happened? Well, here's the thing. Turns out, I was wrong. And in my judgment. And that's the thing. I was right, but I was also wrong. This guy was a van guy. His van was... I was right on all of my ticks, all of my marks. Okay. But 
And I was I was getting ready. I was trying to figure out what to do. I did a whole. I did a whole you know show of that I'm there where oh. I walked across my lawn and got my garbage cans and drug them back to the back and made sure I made a lot of, like a lot of noise about it. I, did, I totally did that. Such a passive aggressive thing to do. So did you get all puffed up when you were doing it? Yeah, puffed up. What's up, did bro? You swole, bro. Swole. Yeah, rolled my sleeves up. Um, turns out, uh, he was a van guy. It did break down, but he had ended up having it towed. He towed it away from my house. What? Yeah. All in the same night. Wait, nobody had it towed. Like he, he had, had it, it towed. towed. He had it towed. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And so I walked out there. I'm like, and, and I finally, I did. I'm like, so I'm just going to ask I'm like, this is your van. Are, are you having it towed? It's like, yeah, I'm going to have it towed. I'm like, well, that's. I'm sorry you're having car trouble. He's like, no, I've, this isn't my first stop. And, uh, but he, he had it towed. So all of my judgment, I was kind of right, but I was also kind of wrong. I was also kind of wrong. I was kind of, he was, he was taking care of his problem. Wow. Yeah. So you were a little too quick to judge. I judged. And I realized, because everybody who's been listening to this show, like, ooh, he's judging all of them right now. You can't do that. Yeah. I do. And I'm going to continue because I have to live there and look at it. But I was I was mildly wrong on this one. Unless I get back home and it, all it was was towed around the corner. Oh, you know that's probably and what that's happened. exactly what's probably happened. Yeah, what's going to be there? But anyway, that's where it is. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, Greg, I did not expect that to be such a positive a, ending a to that story. There's a twist and turn on that. I know. There's some twists and turns. Some twists and turns. And anyway, that's what happened. But I'm pretty sure there will be somebody else out there. And now Rick in the live chat is asking, uh, did you know if, he's, if he was wearing platform uh, Chuck Taylors? Oh, Actually, I think man. you're talking about the Korean stars. My Mac stars. Mac stars. Which the shoes are still missing. I... We're postponing any update on the shoes until Monday. Okay, I have an update. We're, no, I mean, you no don't. Good, no good updates. I mean, no, I still don't until have the Monday shoes. Until Monday. But I did I some investigation. My, my entire... We'll, we'll update on Monday. Monday, okay. there will be an entire scrub down of the house. We will search every nook and cranny. That's true, because if you don't find them by Monday, then we seriously have a situation. Well, then we'll find out what goes on on Monday. Okay. Okay, that's true, because we can't 100% okay. rule out anything yet until you do a search of the house. We're going to need to search your car, too. There's no possible way... To cover all bases. We'll that's fine. I need to car. clean out my car anyway, so that's fine. We'll what are you hiding? Not my shoes that you stole. I didn't steal your shoes. I bet you did. I hope you did. Because I know you're not vindictive, you're just kind of an idiot, and so, like, you do a lot of things without thinking because you try to do, like, a billion things at once, so I'm just hoping that you were just, like, on one of your weird cleaning things and just, like, took them and put them somewhere and forgot, because you thought they were yours. That's what I'm just, like, fingers crossed hoping for. Or else I just don't even know what to... I've had we're more people ask me... Monday. I know, I've had more people ask me about, that, like, so have you found them yet? I'm like, nope. It is weird. Hello, my friends. Hello. Just called to say hello. My name is Sarah Still, and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up. Oh, wait, no, that's my, my Squatch update. Sorry, I have that saved. I put that at the beginning. Got to save that for afterward. 
Greg, are you a fan of Sam Adams beer? Uh, it's just kind of there, really right? It's there, I know, yeah. I know. Well, uh, the brewing company, Sam Adams, has announced the release of a beer that they're having for a limited run that costs $199 per bottle. And it's apparently illegal in 12 states. So this company, uh, so this beer is called Utopias. It's a beer uh, brewed by Sam Adams every two years. It's headed back to stores for its 10th iteration, which posts an alcohol content of 28%. So uh, Sam Adams on the website and that's says... that's not really a beer at that point, right? No, it says brewing, aging, and blending utopias is a multi-step, time-intensive, uh, time and complex process. At 28% ABV, this brew is reminiscent of a rich, a rich vintage port, old cognac, or fine sherry with notes of dark fruit, subtle sweetnesses, and deep, rich, multi-smoothness. So only about 13,000 bottles of this... Uh, are offered at the price of $199 per bottle. It doesn't say how many ounces a bottle is. I'm looking at this. I mean, I looked at it, and it kind of seems like almost a fifth size. Okay. So, But it's $199, 28%. They only make 13,000 of them. I guess they sell out every year. However, uh, the scarcity of the beer is augmented by the fact that its high alcohol ca- content actually renders it illegal in many states. Yeah, I mean, that's it's alcohol at that point, not... Yeah, so you can't purchase it in Alabama, Arkansas, Georgia, Idaho, Mississippi, Montana, New Hampshire, North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, Vermont, or Washington. However, you can purchase it in Oregon. Yeah, why would I pay $190 for that? $199. It. $199. It just know. seems ridiculous. Because people have money that they like to spend on things. Like shoes. Here we go. Another day, another Guinness World Record. A kung fu master in China has broken a new Guinness Book of World Records record when he used his bare hands to smash 302 walnuts in 55 seconds. That, that is impressive. I'm actually impressed by this one. 392 walnuts in... 302 walnuts in 55 seconds. I mean, that's you got to smash a lot of walnuts per hand. Okay, that's enough of... Uh, smash a lot of walnuts per hand. Well, a video recorded in Foshan City uh, shows Kung Fu expert Lee Win. Also, walnuts are hard. That's hard to do. Using his bare hands to break 302 walnuts in, other a minute, in under a minute. Well, the martial artist's feet bested the previous walnut-smashing record, which was 212 walnuts in one minute, in which a man in India had set weeks earlier. So this guy was like, all right, you know what? Fuck that guy in India. 212 walnuts in a minute. I could do 302 in 55 seconds. Oh, he's wearing a glove. I thought it'd be cooler if he was barehanded. Oh, I thought it w- He's wearing gloves? Yeah, he's wearing a glove. That's not cool. That should be... I mean, I get it. You'd slice your hand all up, but I mean, that's kind of half the point, isn't it, right? That's I mean, half the battle. Yeah. You gotta overcome that. Yeah, you gotta... If you're gonna, like, commit to walnut smashing, you have to, like, deal with the consequences. I grew up with walnut trees, and I, we had to crack walnuts all... The time, and I grew to very much dislike walnuts because mm. we would give people bags of walnuts, you know, because it's. Ex- I mean, walnuts can be spendy. We had tons of them, but cracking those damn things and you got to dry them and oh, I hated it. My mom worked in a shrimp I cannery. Spent hours doing that. My mom worked at a shrimp can- cannery when she was young, and that's the same thing. Like she had to just hours and hours and hours of like canning shrimp 
Like where she's like, and she just still hates him. She's like, I yeah. Once you spend a lot of time with the food doing something you don't like, yeah, I could see why you wouldn't like it. Yeah. So anyway, this guy cheated, and he was wearing gloves when he was wallet smash, uh, walnut smashing. Carrie's asking, was that how you earned extra money? No, because that there was my parents. So you know. Oh yeah. They don't. Yeah. No, I didn't get any extra money for that. Well, they brought we you into berries. this world, so. Yeah. Oh yeah. They fed me and clothed me. Yeah. Blind. He gave you toys. Yeah. Your mother didn't murder you, which I'm impressed with every day. Yeah. Like, your mom's a saint. Yeah. All right. So, it might seem like I'm doing a lot of, like, Guinness World Records and, like, food stories lately because everything else is just fucking terrible. And so I like to try and keep it light. So we're just going to learn a lot about Guinness Book of World Records and expensive foods until things get better. Out of San Antonio, Texas... The most expensive taco in the world has arrived. <laughs> it's all about expensive foods. That's what I just said. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know. And it reportedly costs only $25,000. Oh. For a taco. Okay. Chef Juan Alcala put together a shrimp Kobe beef, almas, beluga, caviar, black truffle, brie cheese, and 24 karat gold flake taco. Even the corn tortilla has flexed. Don't, do, don't, don't do that. <laughs> I, just want to I see know that. what you just did. <laughs> <laughs> In Guatemala? In Guatemala. Even the corn tortilla has flecks of 24 karat gold baked into it. The salsa topping is also extravagant, made with morita chiles. And civet, civet, civet. Wait, civet? That's a cat. C-I-V-E-T. Yeah. And civet coffee. Oh, that's the <gasps> that's the poop coffee. Civet coffee. It is poop coffee. You know what's... How did you know that? Because I swear that is... was <laughs> We fucking, for random reason, talked about it on Trends with Benefits yesterday. About poop um, coffee? Yes. This is the second day in a row. Civet... We didn't know what it was. I had to look it up. I don't even know how we got onto that was conversation. Was it about the world's most expensive taco? No. If you... No. Weird. I don't even know how it got brought up. <laughs> I mean, it has nothing to do with technology. Caleb brought it up on yesterday's show, the poop coffee. <laughs> and we were trying to figure out, well, what animal was it again? And they thought it was like a monkey or something. I was like, no, I'm pretty sure it's a cat. And I looked it up, and sure enough, it was a civet. Now, less than 24 hours later, we're talking about civet poop coffee again? This is getting weird. Civet poop coffee is the most expensive coffee in the world and okay. is made from the fermented droppings of a cat-like animal called a civet. Okay, last week, it was the Beatles' revolution, like, popping up, like, all right, so let's piece them together. So Revolution Poop Coffee. Now Poop Coffee twice in 24 hours. If it comes up a third time later today, this is going to blow my mind. I don't know what all these pieces mean, but somewhere there's a puzzle being laid out for me. Beatles Revolution, Civet Poop Coffee. Do I need to, like, open up a Civet Poop Coffee thing in my basement? I don't know. I don't know where it's going. Wow. Well, so I guess people are lining up to spend $25,000 again on a fucking taco. <laughs> my, my, my guess, one year from now, digital trends will essentially be world of crazy like the History Channel used to be about history. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Remember when they used to talk about technology? <laughs> but it's civet. What does it mean? What does it mean? <laughs> oh, my God. All right, so yes, if you want to get that, don't, because you have $25,000. Do something fun with it. Don't eat a goddamn taco. Yeah. Finally, out of Loveland, Colorado. We got to hurry, because we got to get to the Oh, shit. Stuff all right, let me just, all right, let me just, a Colorado, okay, well, should I wait? Nope, I'm going to do this. Out of Loveland, Colorado, a Colorado couple have introduced a new deodorant that they have created. 
that they make from whiskey. It's a whiskey deodorant. Yeah. Yes, Erica and Jason. I'll be wearing that tomorrow. No. No, it's going to be because I was sweating. Erica and Jason Fuked of Loveland launched a Kickstarter this week for their all-natural booze-based underarm deodorant called Pit Liquor. Gross. <laughs> the product comes in three varieties, whiskey lavender, whiskey vanilla, and whiskey black pepper. The makers say alcohol clears the bacteria, uh, kills the bacteria in smelly armpits and makes you smell delicious. Now, although it's or made like from real whiskey, <laughs> I know. I smell a lot of people who smell like they're like, wearing pit No, liquor. I haven't been drinking. It's my deodorants. That's the way I smell. It's my deodorants. Although it's made from real, uh, real whiskey, the brand promises you won't smell like you've been at the bar all day. And no, you can't drink it or get drunk from it. The company says it's similar to hand sanitizer when you smell it initially, but then it goes away. So it's been tested on people who are in the Navy, teachers, businessmen, yoga teachers, runners, um, artists, policemen. No one has ever complained about the smell. And so they formulated it when uh, Erica was pregnant with her first child and can no longer stand the toxic slurry of regular deodorant. Wow, she's really aggressive about deodorant. Uh, so she ch- so she asked her husband. Toxic slurry. Toxic slurry. So uh, they have started their Kickstarter. They're hoping to raise $12,000 by November 22nd. In just a couple days, they've raised over $8,000. They're also going to make sprayable pit liquor called Single Shots, available for a pledge of $7. Uh, you can also get larger bottles for larger pledges. There you go. There, my friends, is your world of crazy. Crazy. Oh, crap. You have to do your predictions, too, don't you? I do. And we still have to wrap up some Squatch stuff. Mother. We really got to pack a lot in here. Okay. Well, let's jam it in. Yes. Just going to leave that one there. All right, because yesterday I was talking about embracing my life as a cooler. We're going to test it out this weekend. We're going to test it out. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Really quickly, I'm going to go through some predictions. Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to pick one. Sarah, you're going to pick one, and we'll let the listeners pick one if okay. they so desire. I just posted a link there in the funemploymentradio.com slash live. What if they don't? They'll be super embarrassing. That's probably what's going to happen. It happened last time. I'm taking a risk. All right, so first up, let's make a prediction. We'll go with a tough one. Number five, Oklahoma versus number 11, Oklahoma State. Woo-hoo. Cowboys and the Sooners. <laughs> Shoot first, ask questions later. All right, so here's the deal. The winner will be Boomer Sooner, Oklahoma. Oklahoma will win that one against Oklahoma State. All right. In the chat, Jesmond says Auburn versus Texas A&M. I will predict it, Sarah. I will predict it right now, and we'll test this out. If I go 100% on this, I have no longer cooler. Uh, Versus the stinky school, Texas A&M. The Aggies. Auburn Tigers. Texas A&M Aggies. Aggies. Okay. Tigers. And bears. No. Go. Texas A&M could use a little bit of that whiskey deodorant because they're going down. Stinky. I always tried to tie it all together with your roommate thing. It didn't really work out. Auburn's going to win. Go ahead and give me one. Okay. Number 21, Stanford versus number 25, Washington State. Oh, boy. They're 21's. playing in Pullman, Washington, 38 degrees. It's going to be a quite the brisk. Ooh, this does play in favor. I'll tell you what. I think I know who's going to win this one because last week they almost lost to Oregon State. They actually should have lost to Oregon State. Stanford should have. Um, I think one of their star guys is out. I'm going with the Cougars. Oh, God. God damn it. Don't put your cooler juice all over it. Cooler juice? Washington State Cougars will win. 
over the Stanford Cardinal. Oh. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. All right, Sarah, let's get to some Squatch updates. Oh, my God. Will you slow down? Or do we have to put it off till Monday? Well, I, I can save the update. I can talk a little bit. Of, like I can express a little bit of um, what the writer itself has been going through because he is very stressed out. Okay. Yeah, maybe we should do that, and then we can do the full thing. Okay, and then we'll do the full thing. All right, so as we, as you know, we've been following the story on Bigfoot 911 that Greg and I are inadvertently a part of this. They are like full-on true Bigfoot believers. Yes. This is like they're like there's no jokes. Like there are people on there like asking no. for tips on how like they could find Bigfoot and like what's the best thing, like posting like blurry pictures and people getting mad at each other. It's just drama. Uh-huh. All right, in comes this guy named Joel. Now, Joel fancies himself a writer. Joel has been dragging on this story about a supposed encounter that he had with a Squatch family. Um, and he said that he was going to finish his story like two or three months ago. He is still dragging it on. It is the most wanky self-pandering thing I have ever read in my entire life. So anyway, he's been saying for like two months he's going to wrap up the story. So mm-hmm. then um, all these things start happening. Like he's going to wrap it up. Then he finds out that uh, he gets into like a motorcycle accident. Then he's fine. Then his girlfriend thinks that he's working too much, so he needs to take, he needs to take a break from, from yeah. writing his Bigfoot story. Just really letting you know. Then uh, his band practice is getting in the way because now he's in a band. Then all of a sudden he's become a doctor and his doctor schedule is getting worse. Then he got pneumonia. Greg, this is all. He got pneumonia now, too. Then he got pneumonia, which is why he couldn't continue. So he's starting to get a little frustrated. So he is just, mil- I've never seen anyone milk this, this yeah. milk something this much in my entire life. So people are like in Bigfoot 911 are just waiting for the update from this guy. So Patsy, I, I copied one of the things just to um, express his frustrations. So Patsy uh, on Bigfoot 911 so said, hey, Joel, anything more yet? And Tim responded for Joel saying, no, Joel's still uh, still not back yet. And then Joel said, I'm writing this in my spare time. I'm sorry if it's not fast enough for some of you. I swear, it makes me just want to quit writing altogether. Oh, no, don't do that, then Joel. Then Tim responds, That's chill, Joel, we're on your side. Joel says, I know, Mr. Tim, it's been a rough day. I appreciate people's interest in my very special encounter, but I'm averaging <laughs> eight or nine personal messages a day from people either complaining that I'm not writing quick enough or asking me to send everything eight I write. Eight or nine personal messages Via a day. Yeah, personal message. I'm just feeling a little burned out, I guess. Eight or nine. Oh, Joel says... Um, Joel is very exhausted. He said, some people just don't realize that writing isn't my professional profession or my hobby. Sometimes it takes me a couple of hours to just get the words out of my head and into the screen. <laughs> I just want to bring some comments from uh, funemploymentradio.com slash live. Uh, Nipple says, probably been having sex with his hot, hot girlfriend from another <laughs> state. Probably right, after she's on her modeling shoot. Seriously. Because um, he'll like start peppering and things. I'd be like, oh, yeah, my girlfriend told me that I can't yeah. keep be writing this. By the way, I have really late night band practice. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. And then he became a doctor. My girlfriend has really big boobs. Then like, he had pneumonia. And, and then something else, like he had a walking boot. Like, just throwing in random <laughs> shit. Uh, pick ass, is this Greg's alter ego? It's not me, I swear. Uh, and then John asks, I wonder when the CIA is going to call him off for a special mission. Oh, my God. <laughs> and every time he posts, he's like, it's my second to last. But, like, he thinks that everybody um, is ungrateful. I love this guy. 
said, oh, yeah, because then uh, – and there's also a guy named Mark who's Joel's super uh, super fan. So Mark has been collecting piece by piece Joel's story and piecing it onto one big blog. And so Joel's like appreciative of Mark because he's like a little person. <laughs> says, and so Joel isn't sure if he should be posting him himself or give him to his minion Mark to uh, be posting along. So Joel says – I'm still trying to figure out which thread to use. I use one. People say they can't find it. I use the other one. People say they can't find it. Everyone, please decide where it will be easier for you to find and let me or Mark know. Yeah. Honestly, I'm just getting burned out with having to backtrack and find the thread just to make sure it's all still there because you can't find it. And then I have to go to band practice. I'm the lead singer and of the guitar. And then I have to have sex with my girlfriend. Without me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I gotta have sex with my super hot model girlfriend. And then Mark apologizes to Joel because he's like, man, Mark's like, oh, Put it where you want. I'll copy it to the end story. Whatever you need, man. Then Joel says, man, you've already been doing so much. I hate, hate for you to do any more. You've been a blessing handling this stuff, and I really oh appreciate my God. it. Mark says, just finish the story, brother. I need to know if you make it out alive. LOL. Joel says, well, there are three or four entries in the other thread. If you haven't seen them, maybe you can explain to the readers where they are. Obviously, I'm not doing something right. And then, uh, then Joel eventually uh, asks Mark to become his editor for his future book. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. All right. So uh, he said, like, so okay. So Joel says, "LOL, man, you'd think I write better than Stephen King or Dean Koontz. The way everyone can't wait a couple days or even hours for my next entry. <laughs> Are you kidding me?" <laughs> he's Are gonna start you... talking about how people have emailed him with movie offers, and oh, he's gonna, it's, this is where it's gonna escalate. God. Oh yeah. You would think that he's Stephen King or Dean Koontz. I heard Halle Berry wants to get a hold of me, but I don't have time. Yeah, she probably just wants to get a hold of, a hold of my penis. <laughs> Fucking Joel. I swear, the best decision I, on Facebook I ever made was joining Bigfoot 911, or, being, or asking to join Bigfoot 911. <laughs> awesome. So we'll find out. I don't even care about his story anymore. I know. I like he is, about hearing you know about, what? he is he the story. He is yeah. the story. He is the story. And the chat just said this is better than the story. I agree. Yeah. He is just oh my god. <laughs> I want to take a screen cap of his uh, his profile picture too. <laughs> we we got to wrap okay, up. Okay, we've we got to wrap, wrap up. I will This guy just doesn't know how much joy he brings me. <laughs> how much joy he brings all of us. Oh my god, our live chat is killing it today. Front start to finish. I just, you I guys are if... funny. <laughs> this... Oh, damn it. I'm trying to see. I was trying to post the picture of, of Joel. I'm not saying anything else about his Oh, I don't know if you can't. Facebook is weird about it. Nuts. Yeah, I think you... Well, maybe not. I don't know. We'll see if it'll work. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Send us an email. Funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call. 503-575- <laughs> I'm pretty sure Joel does his taxes while looking in a mirror. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. <sighs> okay. Um <laughs> uh, thank you everyone for tuning in to Fun Up Light Radio. You are all awesome, awesome people. Uh, wherever and however you listen, we really, really do appreciate it. Get your ticks. <laughs> for the Portland Podcast Festival, pdxpodfestival.com. Check out all and of the different podcasts. let us know when you get them, please. That would be awesome. Yeah, send us an email. 
big thank you to everybody. Um, we just appreciate all of you so much. <laughs> all right, people are starting to see the picture. Isn't it exactly what you think he would look like? Yeah, it looks like a guy who's a lead singer and lead guitarist of an amazing, incredible band and is banging With a, a hot super model hot girlfriend. girlfriend and like overnight became a doctor. And has eight or nine people <laughs> writing him per day. Oh, yeah, I he's mean, a doctor too. That's all right. those PMs. Yeah. And he's a doctor. <laughs> Like, I've never seen anyone, like, more look like what they seem like than that picture. I know. I know. I mean, it's a public picture. Can we we attach it to this? He's never going to see it. No, 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 no. Don't. Okay, okay, okay. Don't. Because eventually somebody in the group is going to hear about this. I know, it's true. All right. Well, we won't post this picture. Okay. Oh, God, it's so funny. All right, thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. .com. Love you all. Bye. Have a good Bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.